When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on an all-new Dr. Phil, when does discipline become abuse? There's one thing I cannot tolerate, and that is people that are taking advantage of children. He has made me hold up cans. Hold those out. Now, I've got some things to tell you about parenting. A father makes an incredible breakthrough. I want you to, to be better than I am. Give your dad a second chance. The three questions to ask before you punish your child. Right now is the time to create change. If it matters to you, that's what I want to talk about. This is going to be a changing day in your life. I know things are tough out there, but we can do this. We love you. Well, thank you. Ten seconds to air. Nine. I want you to get excited about your life. Ready, camera five. Phone, send them out. Go, Dr. Phil. Let's do it. This is one of those backpack leashes parents buy for their small child to wear. It is at the center of a national headline. With close to a million hits on YouTube, the video you're about to see sparked heated online debates about parenting, discipline, and the use of a leash on a child. Now, a fellow customer shot this. And here's what's now being debated, okay? The whole point here is whether or not this mother was doing something she shouldn't have done or whether or not this is something that's just kind of part of being a parent, part of being there on a hectic day. Now, I heard all of you guys kind of <gasps> take a gasp when you heard me say this. Have a seat and let's just talk about this for a minute. And I wanna see really kind of what your opinion is. Were you shocked by the video when you saw it the first time? Yes. The whole point is, is this, a, is this abusive? Is this a crime? Well, the state of Georgia is taking this really seriously. Melissa is the mother in this video. She has been charged with a first degree felony of cruelty to children for allegedly dragging her four-year-old son, Riley. Now. This is their first national television appearance. She's here today. Uh, Melissa, her attorney, Wade Hoyt, and her mother, Nancy, are joining us via satellite uh, from Georgia. So welcome, folks. I'm glad you're here. Thank you, Dr. Phil. All right, good. Uh, let, me, let me start uh, with you, Melissa. Are you shocked at what's happened here? I mean, what's your reaction to what's happened so far? This has been one of the most devastating things that has ever happened to me, my family, my husband's family. Um, they've all been so supportive of us. And when we were in Verizon, we had to wait so long. He just fell over and he said, pull me, Mom. And instead of making a scene, I just pulled him, Dr. Phil. So I, what, what, was, what was your attitude at the time you were pulling him? 
Nothing. He just wanted, he wouldn't get up. He wanted to be pulled. I was just trying to appease him. All right. So, I mean, have you pulled him before around the house? Do you pull him? I assume you don't pull him down the street in the neighborhood. Oh, no. Uh, obviously. I mean, no. It's, um, it's his toy. He's out, we're in the military. So it's always been used in the airports and it's a game him and his dad have always played since he's begun to walk. And it has a pad on it, so he likes to turn over, put his little leg up. It's got padding on the back, hold on to the tail, and yeah. Dad pulls him. And if he's got on his long pajamas on the hardwood floor, he goes pretty fast. But it's a game to him. Uh, he, no. he thinks it's fun. Right, well, well, let me ask you this. I think one of the things that people have been concerned about, and I'm gonna tell all of you what I think about this in a, in a few minutes, but I think one of the things a lot of people were concerned about is that you never looked back when you were pulling him. I mean, it seems like if, if this was like a game or whatever, the thought is that you would be looking back and his head either hit or came awful close to hitting a corner when you kinda of cut that corner and you didn't seem to look back. He was, he was saying, pull me, Mom. There was no, it, he was fine. He was not crying. He was in his mode. He was just happy to be pulled. Okay, what happened when you got to the end of the pull? Did, oh. he, did he just get up? Did he lay there some more? What happened? Well, he, if you watch the whole clip, he climbs up my leg and he stands up and lets me pick him up. But then he sits down and he plays there for a little while and that's as far as I'm allowed to talk to you. My lawyer has to go from there because that's when the police arrived. Okay, and listen, and I don't want to get you to run a red light here. What is it specifically that you can't talk about? Well, if I may interject, Dr. Phil, this is yeah. Wade Hoyt here. Yeah, please, Wade, jump in. Uh, uh, obviously, what Melissa's been charged with in Georgia is very, very serious. and. The case is still pending, and, and unfortunately, as badly as she'd like to explain everything from A to Z, I can't allow, uh, I can't allow that at this point. Okay, well, listen, and I don't want her to say anything that you don't want her to say, so yes, sir. If, if I ask a question, jump in, you won't be considered okay. rude. You won't be considered rude at all. I am not an ambush interviewer, so I'm not gonna ask, I'll, I'll give her time for you to respond if I ask something you don't want her to ask. Um, how did the police get there so quickly, Melissa? Do you, did, did, were you aware that somebody was upset at the time? No, sir, I, I wasn't aware. All right, well, I'm gonna ask you about what happened at the end of that when we come back. We're gonna take a quick break. Okay. Now, the, the blog world went wild when this video went viral. Uh, we're gonna hear what one mommy blogger has to say and also your feelings about these leashes on children and I've got a story about this from my own life. Okay, what would you do if a video camera caught your worst mommy moment and broadcast it around the world? Uh, or if rough play was taken out of context? Well, there's been a, like a 13 second video uh, that was taped by a customer in a Verizon store that has changed Melissa and her family's life she could face jail time for allegedly dragging her four-year-old son across the floor. Now she joins us via satellite from Georgia with her attorney, Wade Hoyt, and her mother, Nancy. 
Now, Melissa, I want to talk to Nancy and wait here just a second, but okay. let me ask you, Melissa, before I do, uh, this wasn't, in, in your opinion, this wasn't a worst mommy moment for you, right? He loves his monkey. He sleeps with it. He's always loved to play that game. You've had people at the grocery store yelling at you and, and giving you grief about this, true? Yes, sir. The doctor's office. I'm scared to leave my house. I don't go out of my house. I didn't go out for two months. I'm scared to take my son out by myself. But, I mean, uh, it's just been absolutely horrible for me. I think it is terribly unfair the manner in which you're being characterized. I just have to tell you. Thank you, Dr. Phil. I'm a good mom, and I had problems having my child, and therefore I would never do anything to harm him, and I really appreciate you having me on your show today and, and giving, doing that for me. It's just been so hard. I just want to say thank you. Well, I, you know, I'm, I just call them as I see them, and I just don't, I'm sorry. Listen, y'all may look at this and have a completely different attitude about it, and I know a lot of America's been very upset about this, but you can't judge somebody based on 13 seconds of pulling a monkey on your back, kid. And I, I have to say, I, I just think, I, I think that is unfair. Uh, Rachel Campos Duffy is a featured columnist and blogger for AOL's Parent Dish. She is mother of five children herself, and she wrote about this dragging story uh, on her blog. So, Rachel, thank you for being here today. Thanks for having me. Uh, am I being too easy on this mother? What do you think? Well, what's interesting is when you showed the clip and the audience kind of gasped, I didn't have that reaction at all. My kids love to be dragged around in a blanket down the hall. When I wrote about it, I mean, we got lots of comments on the blog, and people were concerned not just about that, that corner, but about um, potentially sharp objects on the floor or even just germs. Is there anybody here who would want to let somebody cherry pick 13 seconds out of your parenting life and characterize you with that the entire time? Yeah. I can find no evidence whatsoever of this mom ever doing anything but being a, a loving and caring mom. There's one thing I cannot tolerate, and that is bullies and people that are taking advantage of children. It makes me fighting mad. And I think the bullying that's going on in this situation is the bullying of this mother. Do I think you made the best decision in the world? Uh, not necessarily. I think if I got a kid on the end of a leash and I'm dragging him around corners, I think I would look back. I mean, I wasn't there with you at the time. It was 13 seconds, but I, I was concerned about the corner. But other than, which would have been an accident. I don't think even in, even that, I don't think you were uh, being reckless or having any bad intention with this kid at all. Uh, your mom there, Nancy. Yeah. Uh, what kind of mother is your daughter? My daughter's a wonderful mother, Dr. Phil. I just want to tell you, I was there not five minutes after this incident happened. I love my grandson better than anything in the world. He was not injured. That rope was never around his neck. Wade? Yes, sir. Um, do you believe the state is seriously going to try and prosecute this mother for a felony? Well, I certainly hope not, and it, at this point in time, uh, there's just been an arrest. There's been no indictment, and as you know it, the district attorney will, will be the, the person who makes the decision of whether or not to indict. 
And I am very hopeful that after looking at all the information and the evidence, and, and much more than a 13-second video, that, that they will elect not to do so, because I don't believe it's criminal. Well, I, I agree with that, and I, you know, you drag your kid around on your leg in the mall. Yes, I mean, we've all done that sort of thing. Melissa? Um, yes, sir. I, I just really hope that you don't give your power away to other people. And of course, we're in a society today where everybody has a camera, everybody has a video, and everybody can take a snapshot and take it out of context and sensationalize it. And unfortunately, we just have to be aware of that. But I think you know you're a good mother. We're real good at sniffing around. You have no idea how much sniffing we do uh, <laughs> when we get on a story. And all the sniffing we're doing says that you are a good old-fashioned Southern mother. Thank and, you. And um, I, I hope that... Um, I hope this turns out well for you, and I hope this conversation that we have here today Thank maybe you, calms, calms you, people you down. know how much. You're being so helpful. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Well, I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious. When you first saw the video, everybody gasped. You've now met the mother. You've seen it a few times. You've seen the monkey on the back leash. Is that what they call this? Yeah. <laughs> if it's not, they should. I'll give them that name, monkey on your back. Um, are you less concerned about this than you were when you first saw it? Yeah. Yeah. If you're less concerned about it, raise your hand. Okay, Melissa, I don't know if you can see it, but almost everybody in here is less concerned about it. Uh, Melissa, my mother kept my older sister on a leash till she was probably seven or eight years old. Really? She did, and I, people would come up and say, this was in the 40s, they'd say, lady, what are you thinking? Uh -huh. And she would say, well, I'll tell you what, I'll let you spend 30 minutes with her and then I'll ask you what you're thinking. <laughs> uh, so we'll see. <laughs> thank Nancy, you, Melissa, you. Wade, thank you so much. All right, next, a mom who says her husband uses military-style discipline on their nine-year-old son. Dad says it's to toughen him up. We're going to talk to them, figure out what's going on there when we come back. Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
We're talking today about when does discipline go too far? Now, Maureen and Dan have a nine-year-old son, and they do not see eye to eye when it comes to his punishment or discipline. Take a look. I'm very concerned with the relationship my son and my husband have. I think he tends to treat my son as more of an adult, and he's nine years old. I don't have any intention of leaving my husband, and I'm, I'm very, very concerned with the anger that's between them. So, help. I believe in... Uh, strong discipline without any any abuse, but I do prepare them for the world that we live in. You know, things aren't all sunshine and rainbows. Okay, now, you're here being criticized for your parenting. Yeah. Okay, and you didn't have to come here, and I really acknowledge your willingness to come here and talk about this openly and candidly. I'm not going to attack you. I'm going to try to help you if, if you need it. I'm going to try okay. to help you if you need it. So this isn't about just being critical. But if you're doing something that is over the top, out of control, would you want to know it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, because you, you believe in what you're doing, right? I just want to prepare him for life because I, I love my son and, you know, my family means everything to me. Okay, and if what you're doing is not preparing him for life, if what you're doing is in fact compromising his coping skills, you would want to know that. Absolutely. All right, and you think it is? Definitely. You think it is compromising, true? Yes, I do. What is it you think he's doing that you're most troubled by? Um, I think he's, he's just too hard on him. Um, he, the relationship that they have is, is just anger. There's just so, there's so much anger between them, and sometimes I think that maybe he just doesn't, Dan just doesn't know how to interact with him. Well, you're trying to toughen him up, right? How do you do that? Tell me what you do. Well, that's so that's in controversy here. Uh, like most recently, he had, I forget what he had done, but I had him standing in the living room, standing at attention with his hands behind his back and just standing straight, straight with his arms behind his back and looking straight forward. Uh -huh. How long? I think it was maybe three to five minutes. Uh -huh. it, was until, it was until I came in and stopped it. Who knows okay. how long it would have lasted. She said on one occasion you made him hold one pound soup cans with his arms yeah. straight out for several minutes. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's how old? He's nine. He additionally says that you get in his face and yell. He says that he's scared of you, that he doesn't like you. He says you've, you've thrown him to the ground before in anger. The things I went over, standing at attention, yard work in the rain, soup cans out to the side, you agree you're doing those things and with a purpose? Yes. Okay. With a purpose. I, I want you to hear a video that your nine-year-old son made and sent to me. Take, okay. a, take a look. I don't like the way my father's been treating me. Everybody has a person they don't like the most in life and that's that person. I think he should be at the top of my list of the people I love, but he just can't seem to get up there. He's throwing me on the ground. He swore at me. He gives me physical punishments or very long punishments. He makes me stand in a spot for two hours. He has made me hold up cans like this with my arms spread out, my hands up, and it was really hard, and he just made me stand there. He treats me like I'm a bellhop. 
One time he licked the red hot bubblegum wrapper and stuck it to my head and it stung a little bit. He thought it was funny. I think I need to talk to you, Dr. Phil, so we can get this all straightened out because I think we've come far enough. What do you think about what he's had to say? Well, that's, that's my biggest fear, is I don't want him to, to hate me. You know, because when I grew up, there was a, a long period of time where I didn't talk to my dad. And I mean, it's not like that anymore, but I don't, I don't want that with my son. I don't want to beat my kids. I don't want to hit my kids. I don't want to lay my hands on my kids. But I don't know how else to punish them and him understand that he'd done something wrong and that, you know, there, there's consequences when you get older. If you do something wrong, you know, I don't want to... Okay, but what is your goal? I mean, let's... Because I've always said... We're not raising children, we're raising adults. What is your goal for this young man when he turns 18, 21, or becomes a father, whatever? Describe to me your definition of success for this young man. To have the, the skills to understand when something happens, you know, I don't want him coming to us every, every time. I want him to be able to think about a situation and, and think about what he can do to better himself. Or I, I want him to do better than I did. I think you couldn't be more wrong if you set out to screw it up, okay. is, is what I think. And, and I'm going to tell you why I say that. What you're saying you want for this young man, to be able to be who he wants to be, do what he wants to do, have confidence in himself, comes from a lot of attaboys. It comes from providing a role model that he can admire and look up to and emulate and feel safe with. It comes from helping him believe that he is intelligent and capable and worthy and valued. And none of that comes from yelling and screaming and belittling and, and, and punishing for prolonged periods of time. You, know, you, you say that you have had him hold one pound Soup cans. These aren't very big. No. I, I agree. He's, he's nine years old. Uh, do something for me. Stand up. I've adjusted these from his weight right. to yours. Hold those out. Now, I've got some things to tell you about parenting here. And I'm curious whether or not you think this is going to improve your comprehension and concentration. I'm pretty concentrated on these. Yeah. Do you think that's going to make you feel better about who you are? No. Do you think it's going to make you feel better about who I am? No. Do you think it's going to make you more receptive to the things that I have to say to make you a more valuable father? No. Do you think it's going to make your arms hurt? Yeah. Do you think it's going to make him resent you if you create this experience for him? Yeah. And it's going to be something that doesn't necessarily empower you. It's not going to make you a better dad because you're not really learning anything while we're talking here, are we? No. Yeah. Take your time. Think about it. Okay. <laughs> Well, we'll see how Dan's arms feel after the break. And his nine-year-old son wants to talk to me. I'm going to head backstage and chat with him a little bit. We'll be right back.
Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Well, I'm here backstage with Maureen and Dan's uh, nine-year-old son. Uh, he actually sent me a video asking for help with his relationship um, with his dad. What, what do you want to see happen with your dad? Treat me a little bit nicer. Yeah? It seems that he treats my little sister Catherine like he loves her more than me, and I think he should start acting like he loves me just the same as Catherine. Do you think he doesn't like you very much? Well, sometimes it's, sometimes I don't at all, and sometimes it's like, I kind of do, but most of the time it's, I don't think he does. Mm -hmm. Do you ever, um, do you ever get really scared of him? Mm -hmm. What scares you the most? When it looks like he's coming at me and he swears and, and he's swearing at me, so, and I like run away when he does that because it scares me mm -hmm. a lot. How do you, this is a kind of a hard question to answer, but help me as best you can. You, you think about this after he yells at you sometimes. I mean, you kind of go off by yourself, or you're in your room, or you're out in the backyard or whatever. Mm -hmm. what, do you, what do you say to yourself? What do you think about after he's really yelled at you? I think to myself that don't go back inside because he's just going to yell at you more and don't even talk to him. Just stay outside until you think he's calmed down. What's your dad most proud of you about? He, he never says to me, hey, I'm really proud of you about doing something and that's really good that you did it and he never says those kind of things. What would it mean to you if you heard that? It would mean a lot. Dad, I want you to sit right here and Take a good look at your son. You been listening to what he's had to say? Yeah. Tell him what you think about what you've heard him say. I don't want you to feel like that, buddy. You know, I, I, I'm just trying to help you and I don't know what else to do. Because I, I want you to do better than I did. I don't want you to have to deal with the things that I had to deal with when I got older because nobody showed me anything different. And I love you as much as your sister, Joseph. You don't have to say that. I want you to, to, to be better than I am. Look him right square in the eye. Tell 
Tell him what it makes you feel like to hear him say that he is afraid of you and doesn't feel loved by you. It's like the worst thing I could hear, Joseph. Because everything I do, I do it for you guys, for you and your sister and your mom. And it, it hurts a lot. I don't want you to feel like that. Tell him what you want him to feel. I want you to feel, I want you to know that I love you and that I do the things I do because I love you. And I'm not saying everything I do is right, but I'm trying. And I know I do some things wrong. But I just, you know, I want us to have more of a relationship than we do now. You know? I want you to be excited to, when I come home from work or when I, you know, I want you to be excited to go do things or, you know, try new things or, you know, ask me, you know, if you want to do something or not just, you know, because I don't want you to be afraid of me. It's the last thing I want. Can you look him in the eye and tell him, I'm sorry if I've scared you. I'm sorry if I've not done right. I'm going to learn better. I'm sorry, Joseph. I am. I'm sorry, buddy. That means it's scary. I'm trying. I'm going to try to do better. I promise. I don't want you to be scared of me. What do you have to say to your dad, Joseph? Mm -hmm. What do you have to say to your dad? Oh, well, I love you too, and sometimes it does scare me a little bit, and I'll try and do more stuff. And... Can you give your dad a second chance? Yeah. Tell him that. Tell him. Let's, give him a let's, second let's chance. Again. We'll be right back. Marine and Dan disagree uh, on the kind of discipline used on their nine-year-old son. So we've been talking about it uh, here and backstage. And I so admire your willingness to sit down with your son and talk to him from here instead of here. Um, I think that is a huge, huge step forward. And I am just really proud of you for doing that. Can I preach at you for a minute? Yeah. Okay. There are several things that I have decided about this that are just clear as, as they can be. You know, Maya Angelou, the poet, said it very well. She said, you did what you knew how to do. And when you knew better, you did better. And you've been doing what you know how to do. I mean, you said, I want you to be better than me. I want you to have a better experience than I had. I want you to be better prepared. Your goals are perfect. They are, they're perfect. But the method is wrong. 
And so I'm going to do several things with you. I'm going to give you some things to read. I'm going to give you some things to listen to. Because I've kind of got a seven-step plan for parenting. And number one is you've got to have a purpose. And your purpose is good. You want this young man to go up and be responsible. But you've got to do it with clarity. And the clarity has got to be that you say to him what kind of young man you want him to be. And the difference is what you've been doing creates anger which can appear to be tough, but it isn't at all. Anger is nothing more than an outward expression of hurt, fear, and frustration. How much anger have you had in your life? I mean, you know. Yeah. And you do it to keep people away, right? Yeah. But behind that anger, am I not right? Isn't there hurt and fear and frustration? Yeah. You don't want him growing up like that. You want him growing up peaceful and feeling like he is the greatest kid in the whole world. And you got to negotiate with this him. It can be great fun at nine to kind of make up a, a chart or a contract with him. Here's what you're going to do and here's what I'm going to do. But your job from now for I don't know how long is for you to catch him doing something right. I don't care if you have to hang from the rafters. You need to catch that boy doing something right and scoop him up and tell him how proud you are of him. Okay. His strength will come from your belief in him. You are the most powerful role model in his life. He, he's he's got to know that. You've got to find out what his currency is. You know, whatever it is. You know, if it's, if it's TV time or it's video games or having friends over and give him the ability to earn that. So he knows it's not what kind of mood y'all are in, but that I control my own destiny. If I do A, I get B. And that's a great way to be where he feels some, some control. And right now is the time to create change. Okay. You, you really have to shake it up. I mean, you gotta, you gotta create change. He gotta go home and say, this is a different, different thing. Even if you let him get by with things you wouldn't normally let him get by with for a, a few days here till you can kind of reset your compass, Y'all need to have some fun time where you learn to laugh again and, and you, learn to be, you learn to be safe again. Okay. That, that's, that's real, real important. Now, in, in doing these things, you're going to find that you start getting a lot back from him because we need harmony here in the whole home. We need a sense. This is your soft place to fall at home. That means you and two are going to need to work. You two are going to need to work out a parenting plan that you can both be okay with. Which means you can't be a pushover. <laughs> you can't make him the heavy all the time, and you be the bad guy. And you got to parent by example. You got to really show him the kind of young man you want him to be by being the kind of man that that he can look up to. I mean, it's it's so critically important. I think the most important thing for you to know is the greatest thing you can do to empower him as a man is make him know that you believe in him and that you love him. I promise you, to him you are 10 feet tall. To him, you get up an hour before he does every day and let the sun out. You are it for him. And if he can't please you, then he starts to beat up himself. He's got to know you believe in him, that you're proud of him. And that means you've got to catch him doing things right. All right. 
and, and reward him for that. Praise him for that. I tell you, for every put down, it takes a thousand attaboys to erase it. And you owe him several thousand attaboys. You agree? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you some things to read and work on, and we're going to follow this situation, and we'll talk again, okay? okay. All right. Uh, now, if you go to drphil.com, I'm going to tell you three questions to ask yourself before you discipline your child. And you can guess that the first one is, are you doing it out of anger and frustration? All right, next, she made her son walk seven miles to and from school for disrespecting the school bus driver. Is this punishment too harsh or is it right? We'll find out when we come back. What a great kid y'all have. Joseph is a great young man. Well, I received an email from Adrian telling me that when her son was kicked off the school bus for seven days, she made him walk seven miles to and seven miles back home from school for seven days. Seven, seven, seven. Applaud if you think it's okay. <laughs> Applaud if you think it is too harsh. <laughs> really? What a bunch of whiners. <laughs> Does it help to know that she followed him every inch of the way in the car to and from? <laughs> All right. So you feel better about that? Two. <laughs> Just kidding. He's 12. Yeah. So if you, if you know he's 12 and you know she's following him in the car every step of the way, do you think it's okay? Okay. Let me tell you what I think. I think it's on the edge of okay, because seven miles is a long way. But the truth is, uh, you, you know, you might do it to make a point. If it gets the child to say, I'm not gonna take that bus for, for granted. I'm gonna get on there and conduct myself properly because I don't wanna walk that again. Then you've made a point and you've done okay. Now, if it's cold, if it's bad weather, if it's this, I'm saying there are a lot of mitigating factors. But I do think kids need to understand that when you choose the behavior, you choose the consequences. But you have to, you have to be very careful. I, I hear some parents say they have a two-year-old and they put him in timeout for 30 minutes. Uh, after like two minutes, the child doesn't even remember who you are, let alone <laughs> why they're in a corner for 30 minutes or in timeout for 30 minutes. I think you have to be sure that you're reasonable. And you know, that's on the edge for me. If it was a mile or something, I'd have felt better about it. But what about this one? Would you make your child wear this sign at a busy intersection for getting bad grades? Now the sign says, I don't do my homework, I act up in school, so my parents are preparing for my future. We'll work for food. All right, now that's exactly what Tasha did when her daughter Caretha didn't do her homework. So they are both joining us by phone. So uh, guys, thanks for, thanks for joining us. Caretha, what did you think about it when it happened to you? At first, I was very embarrassed, um, but 
she did tell me that she was going to do it, and I really did think she was bluffing. And I didn't get my act together. And then when she told me that I was really going to do it, and I was standing out there, I was thinking, I cannot believe she is doing this. Yeah. So how old well, were you? I, and I also I trained my children. If you're doing something that the whole world can't know about, then that must be something you shouldn't be doing to begin with. Yeah. Besides this, you're going to be embarrassed in life. And, you know, and I, as a parent, it's my job to teach you different things well, on how I, to be an adult. Okay. You can't run and hide okay. because something embarrassing happens. Okay. To you. Now, Caritha, how old were you at the time? 14. I was 14. Okay. And, Caritha, how did you finish up in high school? I graduated valedictorian. My grades were perfect, almost. I, I was doing a lot better. I had a better attitude towards a lot of things. Well, I'm not sure that I agree that we need to humiliate our kids to prepare them to be humiliated, but I cannot argue, I, I cannot argue with the results. Look, if you've been watching today's show and you have a parenting dilemma yourself, go to drphil.com and tell us about it. You can click on Be in the Show and tell us your story. I mean, maybe you'll tell it here on the stage. Maybe we'll answer an email or hook you up on the, the phone or video, whatever. For more information on the top questions to ask yourself before making a decision about disciplining your child, you can take a look at a book that I'm really proud of that I did a few years back called Family First. And uh, it's out there, you can find it, and we'll have a lot of that information online as well. I also wanna thank Rachel Compost Duffy. Thank you so much for being here. Um, now, Rachel is not just a mom. She is a plugged-in mom that talks to so many uh, over her blog and website that she really has her pulse on what moms are dealing with and, and facing in this particular day and time. And boy, those times are changing, aren't they? Yeah. And uh, she has a new book called Stay Home, Stay Happy, 10 Secrets to Enjoying At-Home Motherhood. Uh, and it is in stores now, and I recommend it highly, as well as her blog, and we'll have a link up to that on drphil.com. Thanks to all my guests today. So long.